what's going on everybody how we doing so headed to maps I just wanted to do an episode sorry if you guys just heard me breathe so loud just wanted to do an episode because I realized that in these 200 some odd episodes there's not a lot of uh, episodes just done by me so here I am and somebody said the other day that what I said was a really good episode and it hit them or something or other. So, here I am, guys. Oh, if you've ever been on recruiting duty, man, you know what a MEPS run feels like. Can't sleep the night before. When you fall asleep, you're in and out because you're freaking... you got anxiety that the kid's not going to wake up. Then you've uh, got anxiety that the kid's not going to make it on deck. Then you've got an anxiety that somehow the paperwork's messed up or something's messed up or you didn't do a BIQ even though you know you did. and You, you think there's going to be a missing doc. There's, there's something that's going to happen. And, um, dude, it's insane. It's, uh, the anxiety on recruiting duty is uh, insurmountable there's so much every day right from having having and needing appointments from having and needing contacts and every everything right and 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 then when you think you're gonna get ahead you don't and when you think that this kid's gonna come in and, and uh and make it or this kid's gonna make it or when you think that you're gonna get this set of pcs like when you're, and you're sitting down in the house and everything's going fine, mom, dad, laughing, and you think you're about to get PCs, and then boom, you're not. And then a week later, you reach out, and they're still not about it, and all of a sudden, they don't want to do it at all, and you're like, dude, what in the world is happening? I say all this to say, dude, I miss this. <laughs> I really, really miss this. And... um but I also say all this to say that it's a tough job, man. It's a tough job. It's just, you know, when you're on recruiting duty, you never, you're never off of it. There's never a time when you're not thinking about what do I have for tomorrow? What do, what do I have going on? What's, what school am I going to? What parent am I talking to? Who am I going to speak to? And it, it, it's a weird feeling because for some like me I, I i enjoy it i enjoy the thrill of the hunt i enjoy the uh the anxiety and i enjoy i enjoy it but i'll be honest i came out here for a second time because i just i missed it i missed it i wanted to help people i wanted to continue to serve i wanted to continue to find new people to put in the marine corps but i also did it for selfish reasons i did it for selfish reasons because if i'm honest this is the only thing i've ever been good at in my life and i wanted to just continue to be so good at it that i became the best and now that i'm out here i'm realizing that you know, I talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but dude, I'm realizing that, you know, humility is something that I lack. Um, I'm a very prideful person, which is something that I never was until recruiting duty. Um, 
so you know with great power comes great responsibility <laughs> but for real um it's something that god's been working on my heart a lot you know i walked into the barber shop on thursday to get my cut and the uh, the barber shop that i go to is a church so the guy that owns it is a pastor and then I, all the barbers that he works with um you know are, are disciples and people that um are going through you know either going through or coming out of tough times or different different things um and when i walked into the room when i got to the barber shop i was a little early they were talking about humility and they were talking about pride and they were talking about all of the things um you know different sins and stuff and and one other thing is, so I, I let them continue. I was like, hey, don't don't stop on my account. You know, I'm down to, you know, listen with you guys and continue with you guys. And it was just crazy because as I was sitting there, I was, before, well, before I had walked into the, all before I had walked into the barbershop, I had, um, I had told my press, my, uh, my peace upper, I was like, dude, this month I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna write a six. I'm gonna write a seven. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get everybody I have on deck. And as I'm sitting in this chair talking to these gentlemen about pride and humility and uh, all the indifferent things and you know um, God's timing and all these things, I find out that my kid popped. You know, I find out that my kid disqualified himself for some obscene shit. That I were that legitimately were unbeknownst to me, um, and as I'm all of a sudden, all this anger, all this angst is just flowing through me. Like, dude, I'm about to burst. And as all of this anger comes through me, the barber standing right next to me, very um, energetic very um loud in a good way but very boisterous he just starts talking to me and he's just like i'm here with you you all of these things are happening relax calm down he was like you need to be righteous you need to be calm you need to be um you need to be uh, humble. You need to be all these different things. And as and literally, as I'm f about to just flip out, I calm down. And then, and he, I'll, I'll be honest, he freaking um, he took his hand and it was like a knife hand, and he like he like touched my torso, and he was like, I'm piercing you with righteousness. And I was like, I was like, bro, what? In, my, in my head, I was like, bro, what is going on right now? <laughs> and then I looked at him, and I was like, bro. And he could see like the the like the um, the anger on my face. And he was like, hey man, I hope you don't mind. I was like, no. I was like, bro, I, I was like, I actually needed that. I was like, everything you just said is literally what I'm living through right now. Um, and and something that I had said to them when I had first gotten into the barber shop was that man is that you know as a christian we become wayward right you know as a christian we know we know what right looks like you know we know and we know 
that we have to give it to God. We know that we have to give it to Him. We know that it's His timing. We know all of these things. But just because we know them doesn't mean that we live it, right? And and that's something that I constantly, constantly have to keep reminding myself of. Like, dude, like, God has a plan. There's a reason why I was off of recruiting duty for two years. There's a reason why I came back now. There's a reason why... Um, there's a reason why I'm not a station commander. There's a reason why, like, there's a reason for every single thing that is going on currently in my life and your life. And, and it's easy for anybody to say, oh, dude, just give it to God. His timing is perfect. It's so easy to say that, but it's a different thing to actually live it, believe it and and allow it to actually come to fruition you know and you know in some days um you know i'm better i'm better at it than others some days you know it's easy for me to just give everything to god but some days it's not and i'll be honest man since i've been out here um i don't really know how much i've talked about it or or what have you but you know, I've been I've been staying in the gym. I've been you know below 200 since I've gotten out here. Thankfully, because um, I'll be honest, man, I I went from 165 when I checked in in 2017 to 210 when I checked out in 2021. Right, so I gained 45 pounds. Um, well, 40 40 pounds, right? No, 50 pounds. Oh damn! Well, yeah, 45. Yeah, yeah. I'm not good at math, but um, but yeah, you know, so I, I gained that weight and then since then I've been able to keep the 15 off. I've been able to stay below 200. Now I'm like 190. Um, but I gotta tell you guys, like this past Saturday, um, was my second sober ball. Um, I'll be honest. I did have a cigarette. It's been a, this is my first cigarette in a year. Um, I just wanted to have one that just freaking chill, you know, I was like, I'm not gonna drink, so at least, you know, let me have a, let me have a bogey, but, it's, it's definitely different being sober on recruiting duty, because, like I said, man, the first time around, I was so drunk every day that, you know, I don't really know how I made it, if I'm honest, but I feel like I'm working so much harder now. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like being 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 sober is so much uh, more difficult. I think, but I you know what I think it is though. I think that now that I'm more apparent and now that I'm more um, here <laughs> mentally every day, I think that's what it is. Simply, um, I don't know though. Um, but listen, man, if you're you know, I can't tell you how, more. Um, if you're on recruiting duty right now and you're going through it, understand that the last thing you need to do is add an additional problem to your day. You know, and I was talking about this with a friend of mine, Scotty. And he, uh, he recently stopped drinking. It's been about a month. But me and him were just talking, man, and you know, and I was just like, dude, one thing that I can tell you that I've realized in the past year of not drinking is that I don't regret waking up with hang without hangovers. You know, there's never been a night in the past year that I've 
you know, woken up, gotten up, gone to the gym, and there's there hasn't been a day where I regret that. And you know, having more time being there with my family, because the, the reality of it is, dude, if you're a drinker, you know as much as I do, like, dude, whether you want to believe it or not, you know what I mean. You, you say, oh, I can, I can, I can function, I can, I can, I'm there, I'm there, no, you're not, no, you're not, and, and you might be there, but you're not there in the same way that you are when you're not drinking, so, if you're having a problem with drinking, um, you know, I, w- I was just gonna say, just stop, <laughs> but I understand that it's different for everybody, you know, like me, I, I literally was able to just stop. I mean, like I, cold turkey just stopped. Um, not everybody is is blessed like that, right? Not everybody has the ability to do that, right? Now, listen, that is not to say that I haven't almost had a drink <laughs> every day for the past year, um, because I do miss it. I do, I miss it. Uh, if I'm honest, I, but I realize though. That I can't just have one, um, because I'll be honest, on the way to the, on the way to the ball, you know. Normally, you know, like any good marine, I start drinking as soon as I wake up. When it comes to the Marine Corps ball, right? So as soon as I woke up, the morning of, I was like, "Dude, let's go!" And and then I was like, "Ah, you're not doing that." So I went and grabbed, um, you know, these these things called hop water. They have nootropics in them. They have a whole bunch of health benefits. Um, so, dude, I drank like a six-pack before the ball, and I just kept crushing them. And and I, at that moment, as I was crushing these waters, <laughs> I realized that if it was beer, I'd be bombed already. And I realized as I'm in this ball and I'm enjoying it, I'm dancing and I'm having fun with my wife. And as this is all going on, I'm realizing, like, dude, look at how much fun I'm having and I'm not drinking. And I say that to say Some of you started out on your journey Of alcoholism At 18 Some of you Like myself Started out at like 10 You know like I was I was 10 years old drinking with my friends in Brooklyn Hanging out you know Underneath you know the bleachers Or hanging out by the football stadium and at Fort Hamilton, right? So, like, dude, I, I started drinking and smoking cigarettes at the age of 10, you know? So some of us, it's been 20, 30 years of us doing this thing that was never that was never good for you. So, I get it. It's not hard to just drop it. It's not hard to, it. you know, re- in, in some sense, it's, it's become a part of us, right? It's... It's become an, a, a lifestyle, right? And just think about... Just take an honest assessment of your life. Take an honest assessment of your family, you know? Um, you know, for some people, it's not a problem with money, right? But some people have a sick problem with money. But you'll make sure you go buy those cigarettes. You'll make sure you go buy that six-pack. Um, or, you know, it's causing problems in your family. It's ca- causing problems with work or... You know, just take an honest assessment. And, but seriously, if you are on recruiting duty, don't add another rock to your pack, man. Don't, don't add another thing. 
Because I'll tell you the worst thing is is the worst thing is seeing good people make stupid decisions and get caught up with a DUI, ruin their entire career, and all because they were stressed out, they were drinking, and they were being stupid. Guys, if uh, and I mean this wholeheartedly, if you know, if you're somebody who's on the duty and you're you know you're you're suffering or you know you're not having a good time reach out to me man because i know what it's like to to be on a zero i know what it's like to fail i know what it's like to be surrounded by people that you can't fucking stand i know what it's like to be secluded i know what it's like to i know what it's like to walk into work every day and feel like you don't belong there Right, and I say that because of my entire time in life. My entire time in life, I've felt that way. I've felt that I don't belong. I've felt that, you know, I'm not supposed to be here. But I'll tell you this much in the places that you don't feel like you belong is where you need to just make it the fuck happen. That's what you need to do. And the places that you're not wanted, and the places that. And the places where people look at you and say, you're going to fail. You're going to, you're not going to make it. Those are the places that you need to withstand. Those are the places that you need to be better. And the, and these are the times that are going to lead you to the better life. And these are the times that you need to come to God and say, God, you know, be with me, help me. And these are the times that are going to cause us to lean on him and in turn have a better relationship with him and in turn continue to be molded like clay and move forward in life. So, listen, I get it. I get it. This duty can be very... You can become very alone out here. You can become very alone out here. Because it's easy. You know, it's easy to get in your gov and be gone all day long alone. Right? And it's easy to get into your head and it's easy to be mad at yourself. It's easy to hate yourself. It's easy to, you know, create self-loathing. And, and I'm saying this, guys, because I've been there. Thankfully, I I could say that I'm not there right now. Honestly, some days I am, but that's that's reality, guys. Right? Like that's life, man. Some days you're on it, some days you're not, and you. But you gotta be able to go to somebody and say, "Hey, listen, I'm not about it right now. Hey, listen, this is what's going on with me. Hey, listen, I can't do this right now. Hey, listen, I need some time." But the answer, gentlemen. The answer to that is to not go sit at the bar and drink. The answer is to not leave work, go sit sit at the bar, and not go home. The answer to all of that is go be with your family. Be with your family, hug them, hold them, love them, be a parent, be present, and and forgive those who made you feel that way. Forgive those who made you feel that way. Because at the end of the day, 
you know, you've got things that you've got to be forgiven for too. So, you're not alone. Reach out to the homie. I got you. If you want to hit me up, talk about anything. Never feel like you're alone. Because I know this duty can be freaking stressful. But, I'm about to pull up to the office. Wish my kid luck, guys. And adios.